Welcome to a uh, brand new Hometime Show podcast at the beginning of a brand new week. It's brilliant to have your company. Uh, so, Richie, during the course of this show, is going to describe uh, a, a new thing that he's bought in his life that's a game changer and it has changed his life. Uh, but he did take a photo of it and put it on our Facebook page. And the reaction in terms of what people thought it was, uh, it's kind of taken us by surprise. Uh, s- Steve Carruthers is asking, is it the COVID-19 vaccine administration tool? That's not what it is, Steve. (laughs) Andrew Scott suggests it might be a wine glass holder. Um, I could see where he's gone with that. Uh, Paul Ashby thinks it could be a murder weapon from Cluedo. And Tim Hawes thinks it looks more like a small Texan cockroach. Uh, Mark says it looks a bit kinky. We won't tell you what it is. You're about to find out during the course of this show, and here it is. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush, I need to share with you what has turned up in my life over the weekend. Um, I'm sure all of us over lockdown have been doing uh, a few more walks than we might normally do uh, just to get our daily exercise in. And one thing that has uh, been annoying, certainly my wife, uh, has been getting back after a muddy walk and taking off the wellies. Uh, So last week, she ordered a welly taker offer. I didn't even know these things existed. Sounds like a a member of staff, actually, a welly taker (laughs) offer. I wish it was. Um, (laughs) It arrived at the back end of last week, and it's now living on the front doorstep. And over the weekend, I had the chance to use it for the first time. Do you know what? I did not know I needed one of these in my life until I got it. It is my new favourite thing. It's only saving five seconds of my life to be able to not have to bend down to take my wellies off. But I promise you, it's a it's a game changer. You've got to get one of these things. It is one of the weirdest looking things I've ever seen. Out of context, it looks like um, some form of weird bug brooch that might have been might have come back from Tutankhamun's pyramid. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Very unusual. There is there is definitely something very Egyptian, like uh, Egyptian sort of beetle about it. But it's it's yeah. there to take your wellies off, uh, so you don't have to bend down and get muddy. So you can't even imagine now having had this in your life. What life would be like without one of these the idea of getting home from a walk and sitting down on the front doorstep to have to take off my wellies is just a million miles away from me right now because i can just step on me wellie taker <laughs> offer hook it in and i'm in do you know what weirdly you should be talking about this because just yesterday i took uh, uh the girls down to knock around in the park for a little bit uh this is a side thing i don't know about anyone else i've never seen so many dog poos on the streets as there is as there is at the moment our youngest thea had walked in her wellies in poo but i hadn't realized this so when we got back to the house i picked her up to bring her in and her wellie was scraping across the back of my wax jacket uh, and depositing poo all over it. So I've had poo on the back of my wax jacket. I only noticed this this afternoon when we went back out again. So I've had it on the back of my jacket for 24 hours without realising it. If I'd have had one of them welly remover things, we wouldn't have had any of these issues at all. So I need it in my life too. But you didn't know that you did need it. I want to throw someone into the mix in my life here, but it hasn't, weirdly, it hasn't arrived yet. But I know already that it's going to make my life completely different. Uh, we've, we've moaned last week on this show about, I think, when you get over a certain age, you, you feel the cold like worse than ever with like a streaming nose, all that kind of stuff. My hands have been so cold out on walks recently that it's been doing my head in. So this morning, I actually, whilst on a walk, 
use my phone to buy one of these things. It arrives hopefully Thursday. It's a Zippo style hand warmer. Don't know if oh, anyone else has got one wow. of these. But it's like it looks like a Zippo, and, and like I mean, I don't smoke anymore, but I still love the way a Zippo lighter looks. They're kind of cool. They're kind of iconic. But it's a bit like that. But instead of like lighting your fags, it warms your hands up. And I can't wait. I know it's going to be a game changer. It flicks up a little flame to warm your hands. Am I being thick here? You, you open the top of it. It's got like a wick. It's a little bit like lighting a, an old grenade from like the First yeah. World War. But you light the wick. That sets the uh, the fuel off inside it so that it heats up. And then you just put it back in your pocket and it keeps your hands warm. Because oh, wow. yesterday, when, when I got back the other day, my hands were so cold, I had that kind of... You remember when you used to do PE at school and you, and you were trying to get changed back into your uniform and your hands were too cold to do your own shirt buttons up? Yep. It was like that. So this hopefully will, will relieve that. Well, once again, this fills the category. I didn't know that I needed that until I've heard about it. I've been getting by with gloves, but I absolutely want one of these right now. So, look, answer the question. What didn't you know you needed until you had it? Charlotte, surprise us. Um, My shark cordless vac. Wow. So so talk us through the build-up to getting a cordless uh, vacuum cleaner. What Beforehand, did you have doubts before getting it? Oh, definitely, 100%. I was corded all the way i thought what difference does it make it's just a plug it, it spending all that hundreds of pounds on the vacuum cleaner it's just a plug what difference does it make i just plug it into to another socket you can go and vac wherever you want i bet you've got a cleaner yeah. car than you've ever had before oh yeah exactly and i can go upstairs i can go everywhere i'm going to unplug it i just whip around the house like some kind of mary poppins person have you ever wondered to yourself, Charlotte, how far from the house you could uh, vacuum? Or it's, I guess it doesn't make any difference to your proximity to the house. You could you could take it to a friend's mm-hmm. house, vacuum there. Obviously, they have to leave the house first because of COVID restrictions. And then you could exactly. shout out the window, it's clean. They could come back in, you get in the car and drive off home. Exactly. I'd vacuumed out the motorhome with it, which is like another house, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> and, and, and here's a thought and here's a thought just imagine how different Freddie Mercury would have been in the iconic Queen video uh, if he'd had a cordless vac exactly I do think if it's one of those things that if Freddie could look back he would change it <laughs> good to uh, talk nice Charlotte to thank you Thank you very much. Tom Corbett coming in with a good suggestion here. The microwavable egg poacher. Do love a oh poached egg. God. Come on now. Microwaving poached eggs. <laughs> in the... Come on now. I'm all up for scrambled <laughs> yeah. eggs in the microwave, but, but poached eggs, it just seems wrong, Richie. Uh, Jules is hanging on with another new device that you didn't know you needed until you had it. What is it, Jules? So we never knew we needed until we got it was air-conditioned seats in a car. I tell you what, in, in the middle of a hot summer, that air-conditioned waft around your nether regions is something to behold, particularly as a bloke who's you know a bit older than most. <laughs> Thanks for putting everyone off their tea there, fella. Um, air-conditioned seats, so what you mean that it actually cools everything down for? I've never heard of this before. Oh, it's amazing. The, um, the, it's just like an, uh, an air-conditioner in the car, but it's in the seat itself. So you press a button and there's three levels. There's like really icy glass, not so cold and just a little little whimper. But uh, when you get in and it's boiling hot outside and you've got your shorts on, you press the button and all of a sudden you get this cooling blast of cold air around your lower regions. 
Honestly, it's fantastic. <laughs> in, my, in my mind, in my mind, and I don't know whether you can picture this as well, Bush. You remember those sort of like air hockey tables with a puck, but it had like yeah. air coming out of the actual table. That is the only way I can imagine an air-conditioned car seat working. Yes, it, it's quite. It, it's exactly like that, but not so powerful that when you go around a corner, your backside slides around the uh, the car seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a game changer. That is that right here, right now. That is a game changer, Jules. Well done. Thank you very much. I, I the, the car manufacturers is you know it's, it's absolutely brilliant. So check it out. Go just go down to your local car showroom and see if they've got an air conditioned seat and try it out. Amazing. Cheers, Jules. Good one, man. Great to chat. Cheers, guys. How about this? The thing that I've never knew I needed is a heated electric vest body warmer. It has three settings and is powered from a USB battery bank that is neatly hidden inside an inside pocket. Back, neck and front heat panel built into the vest, plus it's only 15 quid off eBay. I'll give you three words for a reason why I have never used that, that they've just described. Spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> if ever there was... Uh, although you don't see spontaneous human combustion anymore. Do you remember in the 80s, it was non-stop spontaneous human combustion. Now, nothing at all. It's really weird. It just seems to have stopped. Anthony says, what about this? My cycling skull cap with holes in for glasses. Had one to keep oh. my head warm underneath my cycling helmet. Now it's winter. I got one for Christmas with holes in that you can slot your glasses into. It's a game changer. Here's a question for you, right? Anyone else been taken aback by the tech that school kids have been using to make this whole homeschooling thing work? It's unbelievable. Let me explain. Erin, uh, my eldest, started the day today. Uh, she's 11. So she started the day first thing having a one-to-one -one Zoom call with the teacher. Then she downloaded the maths homework in PDF format from the school's website. Then I asked her, I popped in, uh, asked her if she needed any paper and pens. Uh, and she said, no, I'm fine. I'm typing it all into my Chromebook. And you know what, I sat on the bed and I, and I explained to her how lucky she was and described what it was like when I was at school. For example, I told her that when I was at school, we had one TV uh, in a cabinet on wheels, like a, punch, a, a mobile Punch and Judy thing, cabinet on wheels. You close the door with it when you finished. And, that, and the whole school shared that one TV on wheels. Uh, and sometimes, you know, it sounds like a different era, like the Waltons, the olden days, Huckleberry Finn, that kind of thing. So I thought this hour of the show, seeing as so many people are homeschooling at the moment and coming into contact with this technology, and it's an amazing thing. But have a think back, right? What one memory of your school days sounds ancient in 2021? It is funny, isn't it? You talk about the, the TV on the wheels that was locked away in the cupboard. I remember teachers having arguments because they thought that they were the ones that had booked it out. You know, they'd got a whole <laughs> yeah. lesson sorted and then they'd come back three minutes later and go, no, Mr. Smith has booked it out for his class so we're not doing that today. <laughs> but the thing for me that makes, makes my schooling sound ancient, I've got three letters for you, Bush. OHP, overhead oh, projectors. Yes, they were amazing. Uh, and it was very much random as to whether you'd got a teacher who was a dab hand at it or not. Some were absolutely useless. Some of them, it was as if it was like second nature to them. I know. I mean, I imagine now for I mean, back in, you know, when, when schools kind of reform and go back and everything, they'll be singing hymns off some kind of digital board. Or maybe the, maybe the, the hymns, the words for the hymns will be sent via... Uh, Bluetooth to everyone's phone, they'll read them off that. But back in the day with an overhead projector, if you had, a, you know, Mr. Gander at the front, the RE teacher, rolling this reel along with the, with the words, like the closing credits of a black and white movie. 
It's a different oh. time. So ask yourself this question. What one memory of your school days sounds absolutely ancient here in 2021? Uh, I mentioned OHPs a few minutes ago, Bush. Chris Thomas has tweeted and said, I used to earn £5 from certain teachers taking OHP roles away and cleaning them for them. It's a different world. That is amazing. And and with, particularly with the projector side of things as well. I know kids now will uh, watch really cool movies and all that kind of thing. Uh, when, I, when I was a kid, I specifically remember, as a treat, the entire school sat in the gymnasium and some old fella brought in a projector, like big old-fashioned <laughs> projector, and he watched Dumbo. And then he had to stop for five minutes in the middle and change reels over. It was like someone out of, uh, you know, when you get Pathé News during the Second World War. It really was unbelievable. Uh, some of these are coming in a great. Jimmy Banjo says uh, he remembers turning on the gas taps. Do you remember that little chemistry oh, yes. lab trickery that you could get up to, turning the gas taps on? Uh, Matt says showing the teacher how to work the video cassette recorder. That was always a good one as well. And there's a few mentions as well for having morning milk. Now, that really does put you in a particular black and white category of schools, doesn't it? Oi, I had morning milk for uh, primary school. I literally don't remember morning milk at all. Did you actually, what, you used to have a little carton of milk? Is that how it worked? No, it was it was in a bottle until Mrs Thatcher took it away. <laughs> Let's not get them started on that. Got Reggie on the line. Reggie, what is it for you that makes it makes you feel old now when you hear stuff these days? It, it was the one about when uh, we all got pulled into Hassock's Infant School Hall to watch the raising of the Mary Rose that went on for hours and hours <laughs> on a rock-hard parquet floor behind <laughs> the piano with the dodgy tapestry on the back of it. And then we all got bored out of yeah, our minds and at one point the crane broke and it was amazing. <laughs> and then it just carried on going again. And we just, we, yeah. In the end, we, we gave up the will to live, to be fair, Richie. But you must know, Hassocks, because I think you're local. Your mum and dad are from Hayward Heath, I believe. I, 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 I am an Eastbourne boy. I have got family in Hayward Heath. Reggie, it's all getting a little bit freaky here. Bush, do you remember the Mary Rose? Oh, I remember the Mary Rose. I remember Blue Peter doing a massive thing on, on it about... I don't, whatever happened when they raised the Mary Rose? I mean, what, what did we find in there? No, it was just a bit where they found it. It was just a bit of wood that came up. But it took hours to watch it. And then in the end, the crane snapped and that was the highlight and we all went back to our lessons. <laughs> Hi to Chris, uh, who says, having to climb up and down ropes on the wall of gymnasiums during PE. Do you remember <laughs> that? I never had a go on one of those things. Never, never explained to me what the hell they were for. So weird. I do remember all the gym apparatus being at the side of the school hall. And the one thing that I would say was it always looked so cool. And I feel that PE teachers when I was at school never got the apparatus out as much as I'd want them to. Yeah, you could climb up the wall like Spider-Man, but no one ever did it. A sliding chalkboard says this text that the teachers would write on and the big erasers that they lobbed at troublemakers. Good memories. Yeah, you can't throw stuff at someone if you've got an electronic whiteboard. It just doesn't work, does it? Uh, Gazid Payton says, uh, how about back in your books with rubbish wallpaper? What was all that about? I'm sure kids don't do that anymore. Uh, the size of the floppy disks that you put into a giant disk drive and locked it in to play Albert's house. Oh, God, do you remember those computer, those terrible basic computer games back in the day about <laughs> buying stuff from a shop and learning out how cash works and everything? Unbelievable. <laughs> and then these two messages kind of combine. There's two people chatting to each other on our Twitter account. Grizzly says, using a Casio remote control calculator stroke watch to pause and rewind the VCR mid-lesson or fast-forward it when the teacher steps out for a few minutes. And Matt <laughs> replies saying, that beats the reflect the sun off your metal watch in the teacher's face ploy. 
Uh, can't deny that I didn't do that. <laughs> We're just catching up with some of the stories that we heard on Friday's show, a brand new feature called uh, Weekend Cliffhangers. We were getting people to tell us stuff that was happening over the weekend and finding out today what transpired, and we've got a real beauty to get to now. I've been thinking about this all weekend. Uh, yes, we spoke to Laurie on Friday. Let's uh, catch up with Laurie right now and find out how the weekend has gone. Laurie, remind us, what was your cliffhanger? The cliffhanger was me going for my third hearing test to see how deaf I'd gone, thanks to my time in the RAF. Wow, so we, we were, were kind of, this weekend, I've thought about it quite a bit, actually, this weekend thinking about... Uh, a kind of a different hearing-based uh, version of A Few Good Men, that famous movie with you taking the military on. So how did it go, Laurie? Uh, sadly, like the sad follow-ups that you tend to get with films, it was a, it was a bit of a disappointment. Um, I didn't get the results. Uh, they were going to come to me in the post. <laughs> oh, no, Laurie. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So I had this big build-up all weekend long and there's, there's, <laughs> there's yeah, no result. Yeah, the last minute. Oh, oh, so, Laurie. I mean, where where do you go from here then, Laurie? Is there, are you going to, uh, any recourse from here, or are you just going to just, like, put it behind you and carry on and just forget about it? Well, we'll wait for the post to come, whenever that'll be, in the next days, weeks, months or years, and uh, and see what happens next. But soldier on, and just turn the radio up a bit louder. <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, Laurie. No problems at all. Uh, Matt is with us on the phone right now. Matt, remind us what your cliffhanger was. So our weekend cliffhanger was moving our daughter into her big girl bed for the first time. Uh, which is a, a big moment in her life. I think we can hear a little bit of her there in the background. <laughs> so uh, it, it can't have gone too badly because she's uh, uh, still still happy and chatty. But how did it go? It went wonderfully. We looked at the monitor once in the night and she'd gone for a little wonder. I had to go find her and put her back into the bed. But she slept really well. She was very excited. So overall, your, your weekend cliffhanger has been quite a positive experience. I remember when our daughter transferred from cot to big girl bed, it was probably about three or four months ago, there was a lot of falling out of the bed at the beginning. Was there any fallouts? <laughs> um, I don't know if she's fallen out or just crawled out, but um, at one point my wife saw her on the monitor at about four o'clock in the morning and she just crawled back into bed. Didn't make any fuss, just got back into the duvet. Oh. I've no idea where she came from. So we can declare your weekend a 100% success. <laughs> Generally speaking, um, besides the uh, the boiler exploding over the weekend. Oh, to, no, what? So, so, so the fate has given you a bonus there with your daughter sleeping through brilliantly, but then has taken us, if that's even a word, with the boiler. One hand giveth, one hand taketh away. Yes. Taken us. <laughs> Taken us. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're, we're currently without heating for about a week, probably, until it all gets sorted out. Oh, well, um, can I very kindly suggest you listen to The Breakfast Show tomorrow morning for another round of Absolute Radio Pays Your Bills? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I might just do that <laughs> it's like a Monday watching EastEnders after a big cliffhanger on Friday we're finding out what's happening to Phil Mitchell <laughs> uh, no offence Becky we won't compare you to Phil Mitchell but we do want to find out what happened with you and your jigsaw over the weekend just clarify what was going on for everyone if they missed Friday's show it was was I going to finish my incredibly hard friend's uh, 1,000 piece jigsaw puzzle. Okay, and the bit that was the kind of teaser with all of this was you were, you were promising us on Friday's show if you finish the puzzle, you're going to move on to constructing a Disney castle out of Lego. Is that right? That's right, yeah. 
And amidst all of this, uh, you're on maternity leave. So there is a, a little person kicking around that could be stopping <laughs> all progress. Yes, yes. Um, he has been doing his best to try and stop, but luckily he has had a few good naps, so I've managed to to get the jigsaw done in nap time. Wow, so you've completed the jigsaw. The big news today is that uh, Bex has completed the jigsaw, and yep. does this give you green green light then to get on with the Disney castle? It does, as soon as it's arrived, but sadly I had an email from Lego to say it's been held up in delivery, probably thanks to COVID. Um, so I'm still waiting for that. Sadly. Oh, this is oh. up there with yeah. Laurie ten minutes ago who hasn't got his hearing aid test done. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's bittersweet, isn't it? Tonight is bittersweet with some of these oh, catch-ups with people on the, the weekend cliffhangers. Very. The, the jigsaw's done, that's the main thing. And Accentuate the positive, Becky. This is good news. Indeed. <laughs> Here we go. Right, let's not hang about. First thing we need to do is dial the number. Hello. Oh, hello. It's Absolute Radio here. Who's this? My name's Stephanie. It's Bush and Ritchie from the Home Time Show. How has your oh Monday been so far? Well, I think it's just got a lot better, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All these people that oh, speak God. to you and me, Bush, and they're immediately thinking that we're, we're not just doing some, like, courtesy call just to see how Stephanie is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now, Stephanie, the reason we're calling is that we think we'd be able to increase the speed of your broadband by up to 15 megabytes. We just wanted to ask you a few questions. Is that okay? <laughs> well, I can do with that. I'm working from home. <laughs> uh, what do you do, Stephanie? Where is home? What, what's, what's going on with you? Um, I live in Telford in Shropshire, and I work mm-hmm. for an insurance company, um, which everyone probably thinks sounds really boring, but it's not quite as bad as it sounds. Okay, and how have you been getting on during the lockdown? Has it been tough for you doing homeschooling? Are you say you're working from home? How's it been? Um, I live on my own, so I don't have the homeschooling, but that brings its own problems because I am on my own. So I've only got the company of my cats. Well, give them a name check. Um, my two cats are called Alice and Bella. Oh, that's very uh, like human kind of names. I was, you know, I was thinking some maybe cartoon characters, but you've gone. They, they, they just sound like a couple of uh, like quite a good laugh down the pub those two yeah we would have to wake them up first <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how much do you reckon uh, their cat bill comes to regarding like cat food and all that kind of stuff um, probably at least £30 a month but I've just bought them some new uh, cat litter trays and a bed and that cost me £73 yesterday whoa a lot of money for cats, isn't it? And yourself there? I mean, what 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 would be the biggest bill that you feel like you've accrued over this mad year that we're all having? Probably more home stuff, so DIY type of things, um, things for the garden as well. Well, look, Stephanie, it's it's up to you where it goes. You can spend it on your home DIY, or you can buy some even more decadent cat litter beds for the cats. But <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio pays your bills has £11,000 for Stephanie in Telford. Oh, I can't, I'm shaking here, I can't believe this. I only sent the text late this afternoon as well, so I nearly missed it. Well, this is it, we're always banging on to people saying, look, even if you just get five minutes, even if it's later on in the day, just send that one text and you are living proof that a late text can still win the day, Stephanie. Oh, thank you so much.
Hey, it's our pleasure. Stephanie, we're delighted for you because I, I know Bush and I would both very much encourage you to, at least on some of it, a, an impromptu takeaway for Monday night. Yes, yes. Tomorrow night, I'll go to the chippy that does it gluten-free. Fantastic. Well, that's exactly what we want. Enjoy those chips tomorrow. Pass on your love to our, yep. to the cats. Our love to the cats as well. We're, we're, we're chuffed for them. And there you go. Stephanie, you've just won yourself £11,000 thanks to Absolute Radio Pays Your Bills. So there you go. There's your podcast. Another one tomorrow, or indeed, if you just leave it to play automatically, the next one will come around the corner very quickly. Uh, it's called a boot jack, that uh, item we meant uh, mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Um, there was me calling it a, a welly taker offer. <laughs> Do you know what, though, weirdly, you know, like when, when you get like a copy of something that's illegal, it's, it's a bootleg. Is that anything to do with the boot jack? Is it the same kind of thing? It sounds cool. Yeah, now where does that come from? Is that because people, uh, if, it's, if it's knockoff, they're generally selling it to you out of the back of a car boot? I'm not sure. I don't know where bootlegs come from. I'm sure one of our brilliant Hometime Show listeners will uh, enlighten us on the email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. But if you want to see what the boot jack slash welly taker offer looks like, it's on the Absolute Radio Facebook page, it's on our Twitter, and we'll be back for another Hometime Show after this. It's the podcast has officially come to an end.